Broadcast will be covering the latest Pokemon news, spotlighting one of the uh, original Dragon type Pokemon from Generation 2 this time, and we will be spotlighting our double draw segments featuring the Dragon Pokemon Kingdra from Primal Clash. So sit back, relax, and give your Radio Rotom what it wants. Alright, this is episode number 91, I Just Can't Wait to Be Kingdra. <laughs> and... I, I love the, the Lion King reference. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, but it has been a couple weeks since we last recorded, and stuff has been going down in Pokemon over the last several weeks, and... Kent, you should inform us first off what has been going on in Pokemon and Minot. Oh, it has been just absolutely crazy. Uh, Magic City Pokemon League is finally starting to take off. Um, uh, we we actually had uh, a pretty good turnout last week. We had uh, probably about four or five people uh, in addition to myself uh, showing up. Solid. So yeah, that was, that was really exciting. We got, uh, got some good card, uh, card games, uh, under our belts and then also did a little bit of the, the VGC as well. So that was, that was really exciting. And it's, it's good to see that, uh, we're, we're finally getting to, uh, gen up some interest in the, in the Minot area. So for sure. Yeah. So, and hopefully, I mean, we'll we'll continue to build on it. Uh, we've got another league session uh, this afternoon, so hopefully, we'll see even more people today. Well, good luck. I really hope that you see a few more people. Hopefully, people have just been like, "Hey, you're my friend. You're you're coming to Pokemon League." But yeah. What yeah, What do you mean? Be... No, you're just get going right now. I'm abducting you. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be awesome. Uh, other than that, uh, I've been plugging away at Pokemon Shuffle. Uh, there was an Escalation stage featuring Darkrai that was released um, probably about uh, five, five or six days ago, I think. And it, uh, it's going on for another uh, just over a week, about about nine days. So uh, if you haven't caught Darkrai yet, if you haven't gotten through the uh, escalation battle with him, 
Uh, I definitely recommend it. Uh, you can get some pretty cool stuff if you slog through the the different levels. Um, I think there's um, there, there's these items that you can uh, give to Pokemon that Mega Evolve called a, a Mega Speed Up. And from what I've seen online, at least, uh, there's a, a Mega Speed Up at level 50 and level 100. And so I'm, I got I got an early enough start on it. I got my my level 50 Mega Speed Up after probably about two, maybe three days. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna keep trying to go for the uh, level 100, but I'm currently stuck on level 75 right now and uh man it, it's it's kind of crazy all of the the different uh disruptions and whatnot that that dark Rye throws at you through the different stages so we'll see if i can get to level 100 before the uh the time runs out but with nine days left i i don't think it'll be too much of a problem yeah so and then, of course, work is continuing on my living Pokedex, uh, getting through it slowly but surely. And uh, yeah, it's it's gonna take a while. Um, I still have a bunch in Pokemon X to get through, and then I actually got bored with X and uh, started doing a little bit of work in alpha sapphire so okay but yeah it's it's coming along nicely i think uh i i'm i'm comfortable saying i'm at least halfway through generation one like all of the generation one pokemon because i'm i'm complete in pokemon x and now i've got uh, a fair fair amount done in alpha sapphire with those so well good oh. Hopefully it won't be too much longer. Ah, you'll be fine. Yep. So, Sam, what have you been up to lately? Well, uh, the last time on the podcast I said that I was just over a quarter of the way done with getting the flags necessary to hit the platinum rank for my secret base. That's I... right, that's right. You've been working on that like a beast for the last... I don't even know how long. It's been a long time, but I got all 1,000 flags, so now I have a platinum flag, and I got all the little secret base things unlocked, and I got my Garchompite, and now I have every last one of the possible-to-get uh, Megastones in the game now, too, with the exception of the Deancite, because... I am not up to soft resetting right now. Yeah, that's that's awesome though. That 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 is a real accomplishment. Oh, it, a, a thousand flags has got to take forever. It it does, especially, and I could have gotten it earlier if I hadn't been slowed down by the fact that people make impossible secret bases. <laughs> uh, they'll go through and they'll get like a secret base and they'll put those stupid like lava traps in there so you just keep going around in circles and circles and just when you're about to reach the end it hits one of the perpetual pushing you back tiles so that you just keep bumping right back into the lava trap that you're in and you can oh. never get out 
Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I was not happy about that particular base. But got all thousand of them, got my platinum base, and now I got my Garchompite. And I also found both TMs that I was missing from last time. So now I have a complete set of every TM in the game. Yeah, that's right. I saw you had you had said something about that. That was that was like literally the either the same day or the or the next day after we had uh recorded the last episode, wasn't it? Yep, it was literally the <laughs> same day. So I just need to work on the podcast more often and I'll have amazing Pokemon luck forever and ever. So There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> And I am also working now on my Living Pokedex. I'm about halfway through the entirety of the decks right now. Uh, Now it's getting to the point where I need to start leveling Pokemon up and doing all the trade evolution stuff, which is going to be not very fun. But, I mean, as soon as I have all of them, then I'll never have to worry about it ever again. So... Yep, that's good. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of those things where the the time invested is definitely worth the end result. Exactly. Being able to get a shiny charm for every other generation of the game ever again is going to be fantastic. Definitely. Uh, I also picked up a box of Ancient Origins, got pretty much everything that I was looking for. Uh, there were people in the Fargo area who bought two or three boxes and also got an elite trainer box and only pulled a single Jolteon. What? Just the one. Oh, that's crazy. That Jolteon was a stupidly hard Pokemon to find in the area. And then there were people like Ben who bought a single box and got two, which was my luck on the pull as well. I pulled both the Jolteons I will ever need to build a deck uh, I also got plenty of Vaporeon and uh, Flareon, so now I can start doing some crazy stuff with them and with uh, the Vespaquen, because the Vespaquen Eevee's deck is something that I'm really excited to build. Awesome. Um, for those of you who don't know the Vespaquen, uh, for one colorless energy, you can do 10 damage to your opponent and draw until you have six cards in your hand which is a nice support attack to use if you've just burned through half your hand already. And it also has a second attack called, I think it's in, it's not Intelligence Gathering, it's the other one, Be Revenge, I think. And it does uh, 20 plus 10 more for each Pokemon in the discard pile. So exactly like Revenge Flareon, except it's Grass-type damage. And if you've got a Vaporeon and a Flareon and a Leafeon out there, you're doing grass and fire and lightning and water damage all at the same time. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, uh. I also traded for some of the Golurk from that set as well. So if I wanted to swap out the Vespaquen for Golurk, then I could be doing 120 damage of Psychic and Fighting and Fire and Water and Lightning all at once. <laughs> That's awesome. So, it could be really, really cool. I like this idea a lot. Um I got a couple other cool things, too. I traded away a lot of my, um, oh, what is its name? The Tyranitar EXs. I pulled three of those, one full art and two regular arts. I have traded all of them away. I have no desire to build a Mega Tyranitar deck. Uh, no desire at all? Nope. <laughs> um, there were, I thought about it a lot, and I 
was just like, you know, I think if I was going to build a dark deck, I would want to build one out of Sharpedo as opposed to Tyranitar. Because yeah, I, that's fair. And I also know that Tyranitar is going to be a popular deck type here, and I want to do something a little different. Um, especially if I now have a Golurk who could smack that thing for 240 damage, I don't necessarily fear a lot of it either. Um, what I was really looking forward to doing was updating my Gengar deck for 2016, because now that I know that Tyranitar is going to be a thing, I am going to use the Tyranitar's own attack against it with Mega Gengar. Ah, perfect. <laughs> so, and it might even actually be better, because the... Tyranitar needs all that energy to build up its attack to be able to use it, and in the meantime, Gengar can abuse the uh, Dimension Valley Stadium to use less energy for its attack. It can do its uh, attack to jump back out and do 80 dam and do 60 damage plus poison to the active. And once I Mega Evolve it and send it right back out, it's gonna be hitting for. A lot of damage if it's a Mega Tyranitar. So, uh, that's awesome. So yeah, that is what I've been up to. Um, otherwise, I mean things have been going okay. Uh, some crazy stuff had been going on with League lately, and now I think everything is finally settled down, and we might be holding tournaments on Thursdays too. Uh, I got the approval from the venue owner that he'd be interested in extending our hours for a tournament once in a while, so that we'll have plenty of time to hold a league challenge there. So awesome. That'll be super exciting. I am very excited about that. So. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, uh, so now that that's pretty much all I've been up to, which has been actually quite a lot now that I look up look at my accomplishments here that I wrote down. Um, that, I think, uh, going to the news desk and talking about some of the exciting stuff that's coming our way here soon is a good way to follow up. And welcome to the news desk. Uh, uh, we will be starting out with an underground announcement, which is that we are planning for episode 100 in which, I mean, I have no idea what we're going to do for episode 100. <laughs> so, if you guys have any ideas or any thoughts about what we should do for our 100th episode, which is probably even more of a milestone than our yearly anniversary uh, episodes, uh, just let us know what you'd like to hear and send it in, and that's 100 episodes. That's insane. But that's that's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot of episodes, but it'll be good. I'm excited that the Underground's made it to 91 episodes already. 91 episodes, three years. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I we need to figure out something special for that one. That would be a great one to do something good for. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, otherwise. I was looking back through our previous show notes, and I noticed from episode 88 that uh, Darren and I had a question of the week as to what kind of shiny event would you 
care to get if you could have one for any Pokemon at all? And my response was Melodic first, but because Adam is awesome, I said that I would want a Rayquaza. Mm. And guess what shiny event we are getting right now? Shiny Rayquaza! It is so epic. It really is. It comes with the move that lets it Mega Evolve, uh, and it's going on for not just three days this time. Uh, (laughs) You can do it. You can get it all the way through September 20th. Uh, You can just download it right off the internet, so anywhere that you can get an internet connection, you can grab him. So be sure to grab him while he's here. You've got... Uh, less than a month now, but still, you've, it's um, it's less than a month, but it's going to be good. You've got plenty of time, so go out and grab it, because Shiny Rayquaza, they don't release Shiny Pokemon very often, so this is good. No, no, they don't. That, and th- I already downloaded both of mine for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and uh, now I just have to... Uh, Soft reset for the for a good one. Isn't that the worst so, part? <laughs> uh, it's it's so bad. I I think I've got probably a backlog of at least three or four in Alpha Sapphire, and I don't even know in Omega Ruby. It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really need to invest some actual time in uh, soft resetting for some of these. Thinking back, I think I still have a Mew sitting in Digital Purgatory in Heart Gold. Oh gosh, that <laughs> that was so long ago. It was. Oh my gosh, and I think you might have even mentioned that in one of the. That would have been like one of the very first episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm and pretty I... sure I still have a 10th anniversary Mew still just hanging out, waiting to be recovered. <laughs> oh man. Cool. Well, uh, there is a little event going on in Boston, Massachusetts this weekend. Uh, you might have heard about it. It's only the, the Pokemon World Tournament. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. No. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's going on right now. Yeah. And uh, our, our good friend Josh Massey is out there. I've seen the pictures. Yep. And, you <laughs> and know, I'm super jealous. There are also some podcast listeners out there, too. Uh, I know you guys can't literally hear us right now, but, well, maybe if I shout super, 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 super loud. But uh, d- good luck to you guys. I've, I already found out that one of our listeners, I think he just barely made it under top 32. So, you know, fantastic work for him. Um, and... Let us know if you had any awesome stories from Worlds to share. I We'd be more than happy to put them up on the podcast and uh, honor your uh, victories and honor what you learned and what happened. I mean, it'll, it'll be great. It really will. Uh, and let us know if you fought any, uh, I guess, Pokemon celebrities. Uh, I remember at Regionals this year, I ended up fighting Jason Klazinski and... That was, that was an interesting fight. It really was. Um, yeah, that 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 would be really, really cool because um, I mean, he's been the national champion what three times now? Uh, yep, and he's been world champion three times too. I'm oh, haven't man. even looked at 
the uh, stream yet, so I don't even know who's the Masters finalists now for TCG. But I I would anticipate he is very close to the top. Yep. So, yeah, and the I mean, with with all of the craziness that went on with the the banning of Lysander's trump card, and then the the just out of left field that uh, that Waylord EX deck that had no energy in it. Um, it, it, it I'll I'll admit I thought that Waylord EX was going to be a juggernaut that could not be toppled, and Jason Klosinski <laughs> was the one. If if anybody could have brought it down, it was him, and he did with just a, an an amazing. Uh, skill level yes. it's he's he's one of the most impressive players in the game today agreed um and like we said ancient origins officially released now so pick up your packs and or your elite trainer boxes i actually have the elite trainer boxes dice in my hand i really like their color i really do it's like a weird like purplish red color but I think it looks oh, awesome. Nice. I'm going to have to see if I can get a hold of one of those because, um, yeah, they apparently had some uh, last, not not this past week, but the week before at the card shop where the, the Minot, uh, Magic City League is held. Uh-huh. And they sold out of everything in like a one single day. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, it was, it was incredible. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So hopefully there'll be a little bit more. Uh, I know they were putting in an order for this past week, so we'll see if they got it, and uh, we'll see if there's anything left. <laughs> All right. So, and then this last bit of news is probably the most exciting thing that I've heard in a very long time and will probably be the precipitating event for me finally getting a Wii U. If you hadn't heard already, Pokémon Tournament will be coming to the Wii U in America in 2016. That is going to be great. I cannot explain in words just how awesome this is because it's... Like, this has been on our radars for probably close to a year, you know, that that Pokken tournament has been a thing. And the fact that we finally have confirmation that, yes, it is going to be coming to America is, like, just the most awesome news ever. (laughs) Absolutely. I I can't wait. I think think it'll be a, a, a great fighting game i think it'll be a a neat sort of kind kind of a side game to the to the pokemon series and i i'm really pumped to see you know how much uh how much play it'll get in the u.s and how many how how many units of the wii u this game sells (laughs) right i am 
looking forward to seeing how it goes. I know Mitch was already talking about how he was super, super hyped to get that game, and I am really looking forward to things going down well, so. Definitely. All right. So that is news. We will then move on to our main topic, which is all about Kingdra from Primal Clash, specifically number 108, uh, the other one of which we will not speak. And uh, (laughs) yeah, we'll cover our bases here, and hopefully if you had any aspirations to use that particular Pokemon card, you'll grab some inspiration from us here. segment where we will be featuring the Tingra Primal Clash 108 card in our segment of Double Draw. Uh, Sam and I, Sam and I have both uh, built, you know, decks for this card, and uh, they're they're both uh, pretty interesting looking decks. So, oh yeah, uh, we'll we'll see if hopefully this will spark some uh some inspiration somewhere out there and uh, we'll we'll see some some kingdra decks in rotation i'd like that so to start off with i will uh i'll go through mine first because uh mine is a little more of a vanilla deck there's there's not a whole lot of uh fringe or frills with it uh so i started off with uh four horsey two Cedra and then two Kingdra, uh, all from the Primal Clash set. And, uh, well, I guess we should, we should kind of talk about the Kingdra first. Um, so the, the 108 from the Primal Clash has the ancient trait. Is that what it's called? Ancient traits? Yep. Uh, it's, uh, alpha growth. So when you attach an energy card from your hand to the Pokemon, with the exception of an attack, ability, or trainer card, you can attach two energy cards. So you basically cut the the amount of time required to build up this Pokemon in half. Uh, and that, that really helps with its... Uh, main attack. Uh, It's got two attacks. The first one is Gather Strength. For one colorless, you can search your deck for up to four basic energy cards, reveal them, and put them into your hand. And then its second attack, which is the main, the the heavy hitter, for two water and one electric, Dragon Blast, it does 150 damage, and you discard one water and one electric energy attached to the Pokémon. So, uh, with the Gather Strength attack, uh, you're drawing all four uh, energy that you would need, or all three energy that you would need to power up uh, the, the Kingdra. And then 
you would only need two more turns to get it completely powered up because you would uh, with alpha alpha growth you would be able to put down uh, two water and then on, on one turn and then on the next turn be able to attach uh, the electric and you could go two electric or an electric and a water or you know however you want to uh, want to skin that cat as it were yeah <laughs> so um, so yeah, I, I, I did, uh, four horsey, two Cedra and four Kingdra. And then I also included three of the boundaries crossed Squirtle with the, uh, and I always forget the ability, but, um, when it's sitting on the bench, it can't be attacked by anything from the opponent's side. So it's, it's. It's kind of like a Mr. Mime, but it only works on itself, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, it's and then, a good ability. It really oh, it's, it's a fantastic ability. I, I don't know. I used to run a, a Blastoise deck with those those Squirtle in it, and people were, would just get so frustrated that they weren't able to do anything to those, those Squirtle. <laughs> so... Um, and then I also included two War Turtle, and then three of the Plasma Freeze Blastoise. That's the the Deluge Blastoise that allows you to put on uh, as many water energy as you want, basically, as long as you have it in your hand. So, uh, and then for the trainer cards, I put in four Sycamore, four Shauna. Uh, for the the draw power, uh-huh. and then uh, four energy retrieval, and four professor's letters, again for being able to get those those energy into my hand and get them onto the field as quickly as possible. Uh, I put in three rare candies for uh, the the Cedra and the Blastoy or the uh, the War Turtles. And uh, four Evo sodas, so that I could, you know, kind of get get to those stage twos a little bit faster. Sure. And then for my energy, I included four of the Double Dragon energy, which provides every type of energy as long as it's, ha- it's attached to a Dragon Pokemon. And then I went with ten Water energies and five Electric energies. So, and that that was simply uh, for the fact that if all of my Kingdras were removed from play somehow, I'd still be able to attack with the Blastoise. There you go. So I wanted to to bulk up a little bit more on the on the water energy side. So, um, that's that's pretty much it for for my deck. I mean, it's kind of straightforward uh just relying on the energy abuse more or less and then um trying to hit hard with the and then holding the blastoise in reserve if necessary well there you go so yeah it's uh it would be an interesting deck to build i think i might actually try and put this one together and see what uh what happens with it test it out at league (laughs) that would be good definitely 
So, how about you, Sam? What did you put together? Well, I put a, together a deck that was more aligned towards standard for 2016. Uh, the line that I went with Pokemon, uh, again, both you and I actually went with the same number of basic Pokemon, which is a total of seven, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I went four Horsey, one Cedra, and four Kingdra, and I went with a 3-3 split of Manectric and Mega Manectric. Um, Mega Manectric being the one with Turbo Bolt, which will be able to draw dis... Uh, energy cards out of my discard pile and attach them to any benched Pokemon that I would want. Um, the only downside to this is that I don't think that I'm playing with item lock in mind, and in which case I'll probably want to run a slightly heavier Seedra line just to be able to prevent myself from getting item locked and being unable to evolve my Pokemon or search my Pokemon out. Um, so I've got 15 Pokemon total for my trainer line. That is quite, that is the heaviest side here. I ran four Ultra Balls and four Rare Candies. And that again is a carryover from the days before the darkness of Seismitoad, where you could very realistically run into a situation where your, where your uh, candies are useless. Um, it would be mostly just to not even really need the Seedra at all, just to rapidly evolve the Horsey and Kingdra and go. Um, I ran three VS Seeker for all of my supporters. I also chose three Trainer's Mails to see if I can't draw out a supporter anytime earlier or an item card, something of that nature. I ran three Muscle Bands, and the reason I put Muscle Band in here was for Kingdra. And Kingdra does 150 damage for just base by itself. Uh, the muscle bands are important to get it up to the 170, which is a good number to knock out many different Pokemon. Unfortunately, uh, the Seismitoad EX, and I'm looking it up right now actually, should have 180 HP. So it's not something that I would be able to... Uh, knockout in one shot. And yes, it does have 180 HP. So if I was running um, the Silver Bangles, I'd be able to do it, but since those are going to get rotated here, that's going to be a rougher sell. Uh, I've got three Manectric Spirit Links in here to get each one of the Manectrics up to Mega Manectric. Uh, I could possibly run fewer numbers than that, uh, maybe even a 3-2 line of Mega Manectric, and then two Spirit Links, just because uh, even without the Mega Manectric, the Manectric EX has an incredibly heavy hitting attack that will do extra damage to opponents that have tools on them, which is pretty much every Mega Pokemon there ever was. Uh, I run one Sacred Ash in this deck to be able to recover any Horsies, Cedras, or Kingdras that do happen to get knocked out, especially those Horsies, because as soon as people see those hit the field, they will know exactly what's coming, and they will most likely try to target those first. Uh, my supporter line had three Sycamore, three Pokemon Fan Club to try and accelerate the odds of my getting Manectrix and Horsies ready to go. I ran two Shauna's, 
and two Lysander. Uh, knowing the amount of VS Seeker that I run in here, I could probably drop down to one Lysander and run a third Shauna, or Professor Birch's Observations, which has a statistically higher chance of getting you more cards than Shauna will. Shauna's a guaranteed five. Uh, on average, the, the Professor Birch's Observations will get you five and a half. Um, it's just a matter of whether you want a, the coin flip to get you four or seven. So it's up to you. So 31 trainers total. And then I ran a 5-5 split of water and lightning energy and four double dragon energy uh, to hopefully be abused by the uh, uh, alpha growth ancient trait. Because being able to attach two double dragon energies and get two free uses of the Kingdra's primary attack would be fantastic. Yeah, because um, with Dragon Blast, it just says to discard a, a water and an electric. And with that, with that double dragon energy, you could theoretically just discard the one card, couldn't you? Yep, because double dragon energy states that it provides two energy of any type as long as it's attached to a dragon Pokemon, and that it just provides two of any kind of energy. So you could just discard the one card which provides one of which provides two of any kind of energy, including water and lightning. So you can keep dropping those if you want. So if you're fortunate enough to uh, run into all four of your double dragon energy right away, then you can just alpha growth all four of them on, and you don't even have to worry about digging into your basic energy yet. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I really, really like Kingdra. I really want to make a deck around him. The big thing that I feel you'd have to worry about for his deck is that the... Uh, the energy requirements, you're going to be balancing those out a lot when you're doing it, and you're also going to have to figure out what you're going to do to save your horsies, because you're probably going to lose some horsies as you're building this deck up, because nobody wants to deal with a Dragon Blast. Not one person in the world, so. Definitely. But yeah, no, and I really liked your deck, too. Uh, the, the Blastoise is an excellent idea. Um, the only thing that I would maybe put in there uh, would try and find room for some superior energy retrievals, just so that you can possibly abuse that deluge like no one else's business. Because, uh, I mean, with the superior energy retrieval, that's like using the Kingdra's first attack, but just by using it for an item. And mm -hmm. then you can grab your lightning energy and three water, and you're just like, well... Let's attach that, and we'll attach another one through this, and then we can still deluge a couple energy down on here, and we're good to go. So Yeah, definitely. But yeah, you have... Like, with me, I'm going to have... My deck would have more trouble with uh, energy management. It really would, because I don't have a way to get any of the energy out of the discard pile, and once those double dragon energies are gone, they're gone. So I'd never be able to get them back. Um, your deck has much, much better energy uh, ease of use, I guess, than mine does. Uh, the only thing that you might worry about is someone uh, using Lysander to catch out your horsies. But right. 
because I don't even know how much HP Horsey has. He's got... He can't have much. No, you wouldn't really think so. And just watch as we're uh, saying it. He'll just be like, yeah, this ac- this Horsey actually has like 19,000 HP. And is... <laughs> okay, so see, he's got 60 HP. So yeah, he doesn't have much, but it's yeah. still something you can do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, depending on what you're going up against and, uh, you know, taking into account weakness and resistance, you might be able to put a horsey out there as you're active and be able to take maybe one hit, depending on what it is. Yeah. So. Um, one, a couple other interesting ideas for basic Pokemon to put in here, if you feel that seven basic Pokemon are not enough in your life. Uh, the Miltank from Flashfire with the powerful friends attack that's not an that's not an attack to just sweep aside either i mean it was huge in the um empoleon deck just because it was a fantastic support pokemon 100 hp uh for one colorless energy provided you've got a stage two and thankfully you've got kingdra right there to provide your stage two uh it does 80 damage instead of 10 so that could also be a great thing to abuse in a deck like this. If you absolutely wanted to have some extra uh, stage one or basic Pokemon to help fill your deck out, that won't kind of disappoint you. So, yep. All right. Uh, did you have any thoughts or suggestions on mine? I mean, I kind of put this together at the drop of a hat too, and I have some stuff that's a little superfluous, I think, but... Yeah, well, um, the only thing that I that 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 I would say about your deck is that you're running a little bit light on the energy side. Yes. But with the the items and the the supporters in there, I th- I think that that's kind of a necessary evil. So. Yeah, for sure. So. All right. Well, that is double draw. I'm really gonna have to talk to kevin about this one and see what his deck idea was maybe i'll have him submit it for one of the uh team building exercises that would be cool yeah that definitely would uh but yeah so those are our decks and if you guys also have any comments uh or suggestions or questions even uh and that includes kevin i don't know how often he listens to the podcast but kevin you should listen to the podcast you're in seattle uh, that basically means that you know Josh, so you should listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, so if that's the case, uh, just send them into us uh, via any of our social media or email accounts, and we'll uh, post them up on the podcast here. What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? Share with me your secrets deep inside. What kind of Pokemon are you? Are you loyal through and through? And do you have a heart that's true? What kind of Pokemon are you? Yeah. Today's Pokemon Spotlight covers number 230, Kingdra. Kingdra is the fourth Pokemon to be honored as the Dragon Pokemon, the first being Dratini, Dragonair, and Dragonite. This honor is also shared among two others, Salamence and Gudra. 
Kingdra is also the fourth Dragon-type Pokemon ever made, the only one that was introduced in Generation 2, and only one of two Water Dragon-types in existence, the other being the legendary from Gen 4, Palkia. I'm still waiting for another Dragon and Steel-type. I really am. I want one so bad. <laughs> Dragon Steel is is a pretty crazy type combination. <laughs> it is so good. I love it so much. I, I like the Water Dragon though. That's the only like like because you you don't have the four times weakness to Water. You actually take neutral damage or uh, Water. Gosh, Ice. You actually take neutral damage to Ice. Yep. Yep. So that. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome. Like his only two weaknesses are dragon and fairy. Fairy. Yep. So that's that's pretty awesome. It is. <laughs> uh, Kingdra is modeled like its pre-evolved horsey and Cedra after the seahorse, and is also quite possibly one of the most unique-looking dragons that has ever been made. Yeah, it it's it's got a very distinct facial structure yeah and I, I think it's the nose that gets me <laughs> like and i know they did something quite similar with him with the uh sea dragon inspired uh pokemon um uh what is it was the po- uh, dragon and poison type dragalge and yeah. like it was similar to that but but kingdra is just so like solid and put together it just looks like it's going to just run right through you Right, yeah. Dragalge looks kind of, you know, stringy and, you know, you know, almost kind of frail. But Kingdra is just like, I'm a Kingdra and I'm going to be sitting out here like a boss. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kingdra make their habitats in underwater caverns and seafloors and are said to create literally titanic whirlpools whenever they move or yawn. <laughs> That's, it's, it's true. That's, that sounds crazy. Uh, and when they wake up, they cause tornadoes and hunt for their prey. So really, these guys should just never wake up or move. Yeah, yeah. That uh, <laughs> that sounds like it's best for everyone. Uh, Kingdra is the signature Pokemon of the Blackthorn City gym leader, Claire the dragon-type specialist, never being without it in any version of a Pokemon game in which she appears. That's true, too. I looked it up just to make sure that that was the case, and I kid you not, she has a Kingdra in every single instance that you ever get to battle her in any version of a Pokemon game. Uh, There were a couple times that she had Dragonite with her, but Kingdra always was with her all the time. Hmm. I'm going to have to go back to... uh black two and and go through the the world tournament again just so i can fight claire her pwt tournament team was kind of scary it really was <laughs> like if you weren't prepared for it she was just going to just straight up wreck you i believe it <laughs> uh kingdra in the trading card game has been printed 12 times in just as many sets uh with three of them being tournament legal uh, the first one from uh, 
back in Plasma Freeze, uh, number 84 had an attack for a single colorless energy called Dragon Vortex, which did 20 times the number of lightning and water energy cards in your discard pile, which you then shuffled all of those energy cards back into your deck afterwards. So it could... Uh, Kevin actually ran that deck for a while at League, and it was able to hit tremendously hard once, and then you it was basically a one-off. I can't remember what other Pokemon he ran in it. It um, it would be it would be a good pair with the Water Shuriken Greninja because you could ooh, just be good. discard the water energies from your hand, and then Dragon Vortex to do just a ridiculous amount of damage. Absolutely. Uh, the other attack that it had that it was also really interesting was Tri-Bullet, and it did 30 damage to three of your opponent's Pokémon for one water energy. So, nice way to kind of stack up some early damage before you came in for the kill. Yeah, that's that's definitely, you know, it's, it's good to spread the love around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the second... Uh, Kingdra that is tournament legal is Primal Clash 107, which is the lesser of the two Kingdras <laughs> from the set. And it it can attack for one water energy to do 30 damage and isn't affected by any effects on the opponent's active. Which or... I really don't know would affect anybody, really. I mean, he's a stage 2, so it would go through Pyroar. It's right. not an EX, so it wouldn't it would go through safeguard. Like yep. I I literally don't know what and nobody's resistant to dragon, so I don't really know what it would do. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> so but the other attack is Twister for one water and one colorless, which does seventy damage and had you flip two coins and for each heads, you discarded an energy off the opponent's active Pokemon. If both he- uh, if both coins were tails, the attack did nothing. Yeah. I, I, it's a thing. I mean, discarding two energy off of an active Pokemon is nothing to sneeze at. But... True, but I, I think uh, it's definitely o- overshadowed by its... Uh by its brother from the set. Yes, and as we just spotlighted him earlier, uh, this Primal Clash 108 Kingdra has the Ancient Trait Alpha Growth, which allows you to attach two energy cards from your hand to Kingdra instead of one, though this Ancient Trait is not affected by the effects of attacks, abilities, or trainers. So unfortunately, you can't use Mega Manectric's Turbo Bolt to attach four energy to a Kingdra sitting on your bench. That doesn't work. Um... It also can gather strength again for one colorless to search for four basic energy to put into your hand, and Dragon Blast for two water and one lightning, which does 150 and forces you to discard one water and one lightning from that Kingdra. In the video game, Kingdra is a perfect example of a hard-hitting interceptor. With the ability Swift Swim, Kingdra's speed doubles in the rain, making him very fast and able to outrun many other Pokémon. Because of the speed and access to Draco Meteor, he often functions as a hammer to smack opponents in order to outright knock them out, or at at best, or severely harm them at the worst. Kingdra's move pool isn't nearly as variable as his dragon cousin Dragonite, relying mostly on water and dragon attacks, with a few bug, dark, and ice attacks thrown in. 
He's also not very hardy, with only slightly above average defenses and low HP, relying on his unique water dragon typing to help prevent electric, grass, and ice attacks from harming him too badly. Many Kingdra also run Life Orb or Choice Specs to improve another slightly above average stat in Special Attack. Still, if you need dragons or other critical threats taken down in a hurry, Kingdra does it quite exceptionally well. Oh, he sure does. I've been... I think I said it last uh, time on the podcast, too, that Kingdra saved me in a lot of circumstances where if it would have been anyone else, I would have been done. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I... um, that's that's Kingdra, and... Now we'll be moving on to a question of the week, which is related quite strongly to the subject that we'll be covering on the next episode. And it is time once again for a question of the week, uh, because I was awful and I didn't get the episode published in time. we will not be covering what Pokemon people were wanting to see the most at Worlds this year, but we do have a question of the week that is related to the topic for next time's episode, and that question is, what is your favorite form of the DNA Pokemon Deoxys? Uh, I personally am a a fan of the defense form. I am a huge fan of him being a gravity Pokemon and a trick room Pokemon. Like, he is... He is a... He is a brick. He does... He takes so much abuse, and he provides so much support for teammates. It is insane. (laughs) Yeah, well, I am a little bit more superficial with, uh, with my Pokemon, so I went with the speed form just because it looks so sleek and agile it looks like it 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 really looks almost you know like a like a spaceship it really does which which is appropriate because it is you know supposedly an extraterrestrial pokemon yeah but uh yeah no i i just uh i've never even standing still that guy looks like a fighter jet just plowing towards you oh yeah and I've I've never been one to actually use uh, my legendaries in a battle. So, I mean, uh, as far as utility, it, you know, for for attacking or or supporting, I I don't really care that much. It's just more of a hey, Deoxys looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, he was also. A fantastic thing to see in um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire too. Like yeah. this whole thing with the meteor and Rayquaza. Spoilers um, was fantastic <laughs> too. I mean, that was such an incredible thing. Like his cutscene introducing him was just like, "Yep, guess what? You're gonna be fighting the DNA Pokemon. Good luck. He's gonna wreck you." And it it was so cool. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I really like about Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire is that it seems like we've got just so much access to all of these legendary Pokemon that otherwise, you know, you'd have to rely on the infrequent distribution events or you'd have to transfer them up from, you know, 
as as far back as Generation Three. Yeah. You know. And so I really like the fact that they have included a lot of these things, not necessarily into the storyline, although Deoxys definitely is a, a pretty uh, integral part of the, the Delta episode. Yeah. Um, but I, I like the fact that we have access to all of these, these legendary Pokemon with this last batch of games that was released. Thank you, Game Freak. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's broadcast, you can find back episodes of The Underground on iTunes or at our website, theundergroundpodcast.wordpress.com. Please subscribe to our show via the iTunes store or directly through the RSS feed on our website. If you like what you hear, leave us a review or rating on iTunes. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, send them with the nearest deli bird to our mailbag. Or you can just email us at theundergroundmailbag at gmail.com. We'd also love to hear your bumpers. Just record an MP3 of yourself telling us that you dig the underground and send it in. We'll play it at the top of the next episode. Please join our discussions over on the D20 Radio Network forums at d20radio.com forums. We're also on Twitter at Radio Rotom and on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash The Underground Podcast. Please join us again next time when we review the next Pokemon movie on our list. So until next time, Pokefans, remember that our secret base is always open to you if you can find it. The Underground Podcast is protected under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license, and is intended for entertainment and educational purposes only. Pokemon is a registered trademark of Nintendo, Game Freak, 4Kids Entertainment, and Wizards of the Coast. Music used in the show comes courtesy of the OC Remix album, The Missing No Tracks. These songs and thousands more can be found at www.ocremix.org. All original audio, textual, graphical, and video content associated with the Underground Podcast are the sole copyright intellectual property of Nathiel Erickson and Samuel Ranke in affiliation with the D20 Radio Network. got the spotlight of the Kingdras. Of the Kingdras! These Kingdras are literally the most dangerous things, like, ever. In... ever. Like, yeah. Only only ghost-type Pokemon and their creepy stuff of, like, stalking <laughs> you at night and, sta- and taking your soul is even more dangerous than this guy. This guy is yep. scary. But oh, yeah. Let's see... That's why we love him. Kingdra. Let's see. Yeah, Kingdra is just ridiculous in the in the video game too. Like, I want to make 
a sniper Kingdra. So bad. Sniper Kingdra would be great. And I'm trying to look and see what his his stats are. Now that really wants me to for there to be it has to be an image out there somewhere of a Kingdra just holding a just a ridiculously huge sniper rifle. Just like, <laughs> yes. Uh, 